What's up, guys? So normally we'd be like, hey, welcome back uh, to the show, but this is going to be our first episode of Figuring It Out, but spelled with two Gs, like our last name, and everything comes better in pairs. So uh, Figuring It Out, let's just jump right into it. What does it consist of? It's myself, David, and my beautiful wife. Victoria. So we are co-hosting this together. Um, we are both 24 years old, and we want to kind of just, uh, we saw a, a hole in the market um, in podcasts for people our age group. It's always good to have people to look up to in terms of um, business and in life and things like that. But um, we have a lot of really good conversations with the customers at our business that are our age, um, and they want to hear us talk about how we've gotten to the point we've gotten at our young age, um, young age, and uh, help them fill the gap in how to uh, provide value in their own lives to other people and in business and just talk about a little bit of our perspectives on things because uh, we like to talk and we have really good conversations uh, with other people. So, um, yeah, that's figuring out. We're just going to figure it out. Yeah, we're going to figure it out as we go along. Um, I think that there is... Definitely avoid in terms of the process of people figuring it out. Like there's a lot of like zero to 100 and how to get from down here to up there. And it's like nothing in between. So this is just us filling that in between. So glad to have you guys and let's get it. Cool. So we'll just jump right into it. We're going to just kind of like talk a little bit about ourselves um, separately and then ask people how we got to the point we've gotten and, and what our background is in terms of like, what's the credibility? Who the fuck are we? So um, you want to go first? You want to go first? Go ahead. Cool. So uh, my name's David, um, uh, David Fig, F-I-G-G. That's how we got the name figuring it out because we're married now. Um, so uh, I uh, own House Against Gym, but now we own it together. So we opened the business together. Um I mean, technically, I'm the owner, but now we're now we're co-owners as we've gotten. There. Okay, is that right? <laughs> yes, you act like I wasn't with you when we first I'm opened. Kidding. So, uh, <laughs> no, we we did open the business, and I probably would have jumped off a bridge if she wouldn't have uh, kept me sane. So, um, yeah, um, I uh, am 24 years old, uh, born in a small town here in SoCal. Um, most people don't even know who we are or where we, where we're from, a place called Oxnard. It's an hour north of Los Angeles. What? You forgot about Wainimi. Okay. <laughs> I'm from Port Wainimi, but Port Wainimi is a really small town that everyone thinks is Oxnard. It's like a small little Navy town, um, in Southern California. It's like a little hidden gem off the freeway. So, um, that's where we're from. Um, I grew up in a, a small household, just myself, my brother, my parents, um, who are divorced now, but yeah, I grew up with, uh, when we were all together, um, went to, to college, went, uh, and decided that college was not for me. Like most people, I think that college is becoming an overrated thing nowadays. And I quickly learned through my sophomore year that it was a bunch of bullshit. So I decided to open up a business and my parents were like, fuck, no, you're crazy. If you open up a business, we're going to kick you out of the house and stop uh, buying food for you and all these good things and all the things that parents try to help you with as you're going through college, saving money, being a broke motherfucker. So uh, I said, fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. And so I did it. And now, of course, my mom uh, likes to work at our business now. And so it's changed a lot. Um but yeah, so we own House Against Gym in Wainimi. It's a bodybuilding, powerlifting, strength training facility. Um, about 800 members that we have at our small little 4,000 square foot facility. So in, in terms of a gym, a lot of personal training facilities are a lot smaller than us. So I would say that we are like a mid-sized gym. Um, no gold's gym or world's gym by any means. No huge, massive facility. But we have 800 members. So we have a good amount of people um, 
good community. So we built an amazing community there at the gym. We have conversations. Our demographic is 30 years and younger. So we have a very young demographic of people who um, we get to have daily conversations with, which is awesome. So, um, and now uh, I'm a head coach with 168 Fitness, which is a coaching. So primarily coaching high-performing individuals. So um, we do nutrition, lifestyle, accountability coaching, um, saving hundreds, if not thousands of people's lives through coaching, which is amazing. So um, weight loss journeys to come and plenty we've done so far. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. We'll get dive into it more as uh, Victoria kind of introduces herself. Yeah, so I'm Victoria. I'm 24 years old. I will be 25 this coming September. Um, I am one of nine siblings. <laughs> David into the culture. <laughs> Dude, I'm all about it now. I fuck with it. So, you know, and then growing up here in Oxnard, it's kind of hard not to, especially when you grew up in, you know, the public school system here. I think, yeah, I was one of one of five white people at my school. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, match made in heaven. Um, no, but um, growing up, it was a lot of schoolwork, a lot of just household chores, um, just kind of being an, a homebody, like traditionally it was. Um, so there wasn't really like sports or like recreation or after school activities or programs. No, it was just like, go home, do your chores, get your homework done and do the same thing over again, um, and take care of the household. Um, but either way, we... Got into college, got accepted into college. Um, we ended up both going to CSUCI and graduating from there. So I got my degree, uh, my bachelor's in psychology with a minor in Spanish. Um, and then during that time, I started out my work career, I guess you can say, working with for the Boys and Girls Club program um, here in Oxford and Wainimi, and then moved up very quickly through that ladder and then transitioned into the Navy's child and youth programs. And then after we got married, we decided that it was going to be all in at the gym and just transitioned there full time. And so I left working about 25 hours a week to work over 60. No, we easily work, we easily work 80 now. That's 80 what I'm saying. I said over, over 60, over 60. Yeah. Give yourself some credit. I'm not trying to scare everybody. Yeah. Um, but either way, um, they it is true what they say. You leave your nine to five to work 24 yeah, seven. So that's a fact. <laughs> that is no joke. Yeah. Um, but either way, we got married in 2021. Mm -hmm. 2021, we I got think, married. Yeah. I know it got confused. Um, 2021, we got married. And so we've been married for a little over a year now, but we met, we met in the eighth grade. Um, so junior high. And it has never been like an on and off again relationship. It was always like, this is what it's going to be. And this is how we're going to do it. And we just figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah, you know. Basically, yeah. We'll go, we'll go into a couple episodes on, I'm sure it, it'll be a recurring topic of how our relationship has succeeded so far. So. Yeah. I mean, after being together for so long, there's yeah. just been so much growing throughout yeah. that it's like we can build 
many episodes on each year of our relationship. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's a fact, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, now we're at the gym and we decided to do this podcast again just because we feel like there's a lot of value we can bring in just daily conversations we have with people and just conversations that we have with ourselves as a couple and um, whether it be to inspire people, motivate people, let people into our lives a little bit more because it's not just the front desk at the gym. Um, yeah. You know, it's just... Being a little bit more vulnerable, I guess you can say. Yeah, yeah, we definitely, we definitely have a have a customer service aspect to us, and we don't really get to talk uh, that much about our personal lives. Uh, but I think the biggest thing that we want to get into is really the fact that um, there are plenty of people out there who have podcasts who are way more successful than what we are in terms of business wise um, and relationship wise. But I just don't think that there's anyone um, our age, at least, that's uh, relatable in terms of coming from the small town, opening up a small business, becoming successful in that small business, um, and then just being um, having uh, the ability to uh, share that story with other people at our age group, at least. And I think just be relatable in total yeah. because, you know, we have – a variety. I mean, having the gym, we've learned to come across a variety of like friend groups, you know, mm-hmm. um, some older, some younger, some our age, some in different careers. And I think that there's nothing that's super relatable, like out there, like you're either you've already made it. And so you're making a podcast or you haven't made it. So you, you don't have a podcast. Have a podcast. <laughs> so we're kind of like in that in between where it's like, hey. I'm not saying we've made it because I still think we still have lots of room to grow. We're like 1% of what we want to be. But it's giving that ability to others to come into our lives and us to share what we know. Not saying we know everything, but, you know, be like, hey, maybe you can learn something from this. I mean, I don't the, know. The, like just to see, just to tell people like at 24 years old, we have a successful business and right. um, we've created a, an amazing culture, in my opinion, one of the best cultures in terms of the size of facility that we have and the type of members that we have. Um, and so just to talk a little bit about like how we've gone from 18 year old getting out of high school to 24 year old about to purchase our first house, have a successful business, how we're going to scale and hire employees at our age. Um, and then really understanding like how we've navigated friends group, how we navigated our relationship together and with other people at our age group. And so, I mean, let's be honest, we got married at what, 22? 23 got married 23 years old so like it was a a definitely a younger marriage than most people and we've already been together for 11 years so how have we been able to do these things so far and um yeah sure thoughts that we're gonna have guests on the show who members of our facility or members that we know that are in leadership positions or people may have uh had had hard upbringings and now they're in a more successful position um and just get to ask them questions so that we can fill the gap for people our age um, listening to podcasts. I know that we listen to people who are usually 35, 40, 45, 50 years old, and they've made hundreds of millions of dollars or millions of dollars. I'm sure we all know those type of people. We look up to certain people like Andy Frizzell and Ed Milet and um, Sean Whalen, those type of guys. But uh, no one's, uh, we're doing it at our age in the trenches. So we're like learning at our age how to scale. They're in the trenches, but at a different, at a different point in time. Right, exactly. Farther down the line. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what do we do from here? I don't really know. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the business, the history of the business. Okay. Um, we're going to dive just straight into... Um, let's dive into like how we kind of got started in fitness. How to, like, our, our, so our main business is House of Gains Gym. So that's, that's how we make our living. That's our, that's our business. 
Um, and so how that got started was um, 28, no, 2016 when we graduated high school. Yeah. I got my first gym membership. My buddy uh, got me into 24-hour fitness. Um, first gym membership there. I worked out for about a year um, at that facility before uh, I convinced Victoria to get a membership. Mm-hmm. Um, now, ask me if I was ever the type of person that saw myself going to the gym. No, because it was never in my upbringing or home. Nobody in my family went to the gym. Like, no, we ate tortillas, rice, beans. Like, my mom had the dishwasher instead of dishes. It was always filled with, like, a whole bunch of snacks. <laughs> like, ding-dongs and Twinkies and chips and everything. So Yeah, so I'll do that like, going to her house. <laughs> because, like, obviously, we were more of a typical white household. We weren't rich by any means. But our, my mom tried to cook home-cooked meals, like, every day. And they were, like, usually healthier meals. Um, and so when he used to go to her house, it was like, fuck yeah, they got we a had, dishwasher full of fucking ding-dongs. It was like hot, yeah. hot pockets, chimichangas, like all the stuff that was like easily purchasable through food stamps. You like, let's go to be a white, person, well, white person's house, you're not going to find a dishwasher with fucking hot Cheetos and ding-dongs, bro. I can tell you that right fucking now. So, you know, it was... Uh, it experience. Was, it was an experience for sure. Um, especially just even the thought of going into a gym. So. Yeah, so so she came into the gym with me about a year into my fitness journey, and uh, I think very quickly when we we started working out together, um, I am definitely a very hard driver, so I like to push people. I'm, I I see myself as a leader um, in terms of like not so much as like oh I'm a leader, look at me, but more like I push the fuck out of people, and I like to I like challenges. I'm very competitive, so um, when I got her into the gym, it was like a, like a, like a green light for me, like fuck yeah, cool, we can push each other now. So. Um, we got her into the gym and then I was in the gym and, and, uh, we worked out for, I don't know, about a year and a half, two years and we went to college. And then my first year of college, I lived on, on campus and she lived at UC Irvine. We were still kind of going to the gym. Um, she, her, not as much when she was at Irvine, but I was still going at my college and, and going every single day to the gym. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's where our passion for fitness started. I think we started taking videos when kind of the Instagram fitness community wasn't as big as what it is now, maybe right. like a tenth of what it is now. It was one of those things where like now, like back then to film something, like I don't even know, just seven years ago in a gym, yeah. it was weird. It was like really weird. Like just filming something, like you had your phone, and you were like up close, like to your chest, pretending you weren't filming, being like you really needed to film, yeah. like you know, for like form purposes. But it was just like so foreign you know to be filming so yeah so yeah so we, we, we were uh, kind of into that into that a little bit and um as we got more serious in the in the the gym um atmosphere and working out um we were in college victoria moved back from uc irvine after she got sick so we can go into that in different episode um one thing led to another uh sophomore year came around and i have family who were all entrepreneurs my grandpa was an entrepreneur my dad was self-employed after working for the city for a long time and he left and he became self-employed and so uh kind of always had it like looked up to my dad and my grandpa for for always being self-employed um and then i was on the way to school one day um and i listened to andy Frisella's podcast since day one so like when he started in 2015 or maybe it was out like late 2015 2016 it was like episode like 67 or 68 and he was uh he ended there maybe it was 80 i don't know what it was and he ended the podcast and i was like pulling into the school parking lot and i was in this political science class and uh i get pretty heated in political science we can go into a little bit about covid and how we, <laughs> how we manage our business during those times another time another time <laughs> but um 
he ended the podcast and he was like, do, he, he said, if you're holding back on what you want to do, just don't be a fucking pussy and do it because you're going to regret it. And so that kind of stuck with me going into class. Like, dude, this is not what I want to fucking do is be around these people because that, that thought was lingering in my mind. And I went and sat down in my political science class. And I remember looking over and there was a couple of, of kids who were complaining about, um, uh, their position in life and oh my god i can't i have i'm three i have three classes i'm taking i work a part-time job i can't get my my grades up right and i had six classes so i had a full a full a full load of classes and i was a full-time manager at retail during the holidays and i had to keep a 3.9 grade point for my scholarship so i was getting straight a's and i thought dude if I have to be around these fucking people anymore, ah, I can't do this. Like, there's no way I can be around these type of kids. So, um, I'll never, I, I won't forget. I opened up my laptop and I was like, "All right, I need to own a business. What fucking business am I gonna, am I gonna own?" Um, and it has to be something that I like. So I was like, "Well, what do we do every day? We go to the gym." I'm like, "Fuck it," but I don't want to be a personal trainer because I don't like one-on-one personal training. So I'm like, "I'm gonna open a gym. Like, this is this is cool." And at that time, um. I think what propelled us is that we were, I think we were at 24 hour fitness at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We were at 24 hour fitness and the culture of the gym, uh, there was a couple of people there that were cool, but the culture was, uh, for sure subpar and the maintenance was subpar and the employees were subpar. Everything about it was subpar. And I could see like, dude, there is a niche in our local community for a gym that brings a good environment, good equipment, good staff, good just a good atmosphere, a good facility. So I was like, dude, I'm going to open my own gym. And uh, definitely was not a good idea. Gyms are not the most scalable things. But uh, I was like, once I start something, I fucking do it. Um, And that's something that I've, that's a quality that I'm very proud of. And so, uh, yeah, that's how we got started. And from there it was history. And then then we can get into the process later on and how we started the business. But um, that's how we got started with House of Gains. Then flash, flash, Fast forward two years later, we actually opened the facility. Um, yeah, I took a year off of school. Victoria was still in school, but I took a year off to open the facility, and then we grew from there. Yeah. Um, it actually ended up working out, and I don't want to, like, dive too deep into it, but um, when you took the year off, it was, like, during that ha- that semester break where I left UC Irvine, and so mm-hmm. it was, like, a semester of just, like, nothing really, um, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, there really wasn't much going on. Yeah. I, I definitely took, I didn't know anything about business, so I took a year off way too early. I shouldn't have taken a year off when I did. Should have waited. But yeah, but I mean, but during this whole process, like I said, I was still working um, at the Boys and Girls Club, and that was part-time. So aside from going to school, I still had that afternoon job. I mean, it was literally like 20, 25 hours a week. Um, and then just going to the gym and then just integrating that. And it was just on a roll. I mean, at the time, we just had a lot of stuff going on. and yeah. Just ended up doing it. Yeah, cool. So like that's that's basically kind of like the the gist of how we got started. I don't want to make this intro video too long. So that's a little bit of our background. And um, so like I said, we were we opened a palace of gains. Uh, Victoria was working full time boys and girls club, and then she moved to the navy, and she was working uh, with child and youth development there. Um, I worked as a manager in retail um, at the outlets near us. Um, I quit my job so I can open my business when it came time. Victoria lessened her hours at her job so that she could take on a larger role at the facility. We got married. 
um, a combination of both her getting uh, let go at her job for a specific reason that we can talk about in a different episode. Right. Uh, wasn't a bad reason. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a combination of that and getting married and deciding that we were going to just go full force. And thank God she did because she fills a lot of gaps that I have. So, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, and now we are just figuring it out with our two little corgis mm-hmm. that we forgot to mention. Yeah, our two little corgos <laughs> that we love. So we also have two dogs, our fur babies, um, Gracie and Skipper. So maybe at some point they'll also be on the podcast making little guest appearances here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, we're super excited to unwrap things and just figure stuff out and talk to you guys about it and just bring you guys along with our journey. I mean, yeah, this is a growth thing for us as, as well. So as much as we're providing value for other people, it's really just like for us to step out of our comfort zone. And yeah. um, we have a lot of good conversations between each other and then with other people. And so we just want to bring that out to, uh, to other people to listen along and put it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So we'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, this is just a brief intro video that we can uh, look back on in years past so people can know who we are. Hopefully if our, uh, or we shouldn't say hopefully, when the show and the social media grows and we can look back on it if anybody wants to start from the very beginning. So yeah, uh, appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening along and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.